I'm Mark Stedman, and it's at times like this when I'm trapped in a Vogon airlock with a man from Beetlejuice and about to die of asphyxia in deep space that I really wish I'd listened to what my mother told me when I was young. I'm John Bands, and I've had three buttons to press in the last 500 light years. And that was just to put the coffee machine on manual. I'm Danny Smith, and I refuse to answer that question on the grounds that I don't know the answer. I'm John Hickman, and if something very weird is happening, I want it to happen to me. It was on display in the bottom of a locked filing cabinet, stuck in a disused lavatory with a sign on the door saying, Beware of the leopard, 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 leopard. Oh, welcome along. It's It's been a while since we've all been together. Um, it was episode 42 when that happened, so Yay. hello and uh, happy Christmas. Um, this is going out in what we will uh, charitably call the festive period. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, The Merineum. Well, exactly. Some might call it the day after Boxing Day. Uh, and it is very much the Merineum, um, which is uh, a term coined, I believe, by John Bounds. Um, if, if not, it doesn't matter because... He's the man who introduced it to me. Um, we are doing what we call a Christmas special. Um, it, it, it's all right. You'll 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 get the idea. Um, we're going to do a pub quiz, and um, we have each brought our own round of questions. We've each got our own um, category-based purview, and uh, we're gonna we're, we're gonna do a couple of rounds, uh, and then just like you would do in a pub quiz, we're going to swap sheets and mark each other. Uh, if you want to play along, do feel free. We will give the answers after a couple of rounds. So, um, you know, bear, bear that in mind. If, if you don't want to uh, know the answers, look away now. Um, or, you know, fast forward for a bit and then come back. It'll be really awkward. Just play along with it. It'll be fine. Um, and uh, and so by the end of it, we will have um, discovered who is the best at uh, either setting questions tangentially related to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy um, or who is um, probably going to have to go to the hospital for some sort of alcohol poisoning. And... <laughs> With that, uh, we're going to start with round one, and uh, that's me, and uh, that's entertainment. <laughs> so, eyes, uh, eyes down, look in. Are we ready? Comedian Thomas Lennon played the voice of Eddie the Shipboard Computer in the 2005 Hitchhiker's film. Thomas Lennon has a moustache, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Lennon has a moustache. But who did Cosmopolitan readers vote as the hottest man with a moustache in November 2013? Now, a point of order here is that if you are stuck in uh, one of the questions, don't worry, because the next question might help you answer the previous one. Ooh, and so on. Clever. You clever fucking bastard. Well, Got it. well I never did. Question the second. The aforementioned actor has been involved in two successful sci-fi films in the last few years, one of which is a popular sequel to a book adaptation. What popular gaming brand from the 20th century was resurrected in this sequel? Go, go around that one, one more time, mate. Yes, 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 yes. There's going to be a lot of this with these questions. Uh, so the actor, yes. what I just mentioned, has been involved in two sci-fi films in the last couple of years, one of which um, was adapted from a book. What popular gaming brand from the 20th century was resurrected in this sequel? I mean, you're making okay. mouth words, uh, but... Uh, yes. Uh, wow. So uh, <laughs> a, a brand that makes computer games and computer software has been associated computer with games. a uh, popular futurist sci-fi Computer franchise. games, okay. I was thinking mm -hmm. of board games or, or tabletop games. Okay. No. No. Wow. Sorry. Wow, Mark. Wow. And what, and what are we after again? The actor? No, the name of the um The name of the gaming brand. brand the not the film. Okay, brand. I don't know many of yeah. those. That's quite easy. The film's um, not relevant. Is it, um, is it Melbourne House? <laughs> it's Parker Brothers. Um, question the third. Released it, in nine. Hello. Is it Dizzy the Egg? <laughs> oh, what? Oh, God, I love Dizzy the Egg. Released in 1977, a successful video game console by the brand I just mentioned sold an estimated 30 million units. On the web, colours are represented as hexadecimal values. If we convert 30 million into hexadecimal and take off the first three characters because it's too long, we get a sixth character string. What colour does this string represent? Wow. Mark Stedman. Wow. 30 million turned into hex. You lop off the first three characters and then you end up with uh, a value that you can plug into a thing that makes colour. What colour does it make? So that's go but, but that's going to be one of your... Uh, <clears throat> it's going to be a very simple colour. So you've got a choice of, what, seven plus black and white. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm helping here. Yeah, probably. yeah, no, it's very helpful. <laughs> Question four. 
The aforementioned colour has been popularised in film and in song. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love colour songs, dude. This is wild. Yeah, they bloody do, mate. What was this round (laughs) again? It's the hardest fuck round. That's number one. (laughs) In a a sequel to a popular film about robots and racist stereotypes, the main character was immortalised in a statue of this colour. But what famous horror director recycled this robot's chassis to create his own much more dangerous robot? And for an extra point, what was the film? So it's, there's, a, it's there's just a fucking word soup, mate. Like this doesn't make any sense. It does. <laughs> this is worse. This is worse than the one with the the lady with the, that quiz. The lady from the Guardian. What's her name? Oh, Victoria Corrin. Only Connect's a great quiz. This is like Only Connect, like twisted by. Well, particularly Mark's twisted. It's very hard. And could could you just could you just tell me what the thing is that you wanted from the end of that question? Because it was the film, right? The film or the yes. director? <clears throat> no, it was the director. Well, so, um, so a a a main character from a film was immortalised in a statue of the of the colour that I mentioned. Um, <laughs> he, what? Uh, that right? It was a robot character. Uh, the the chassis from that robot was used in another film. Who directed the film? Famous horror director. Famous horror director. If you can name the film, then that's great. You'll get an extra point. But don't don't worry about it. It's all right. Oh, you want the film as well? Oh, Jesus! No, no, no. Only for an extra point. That's fine. It's completely optional. Famous. Oh, there's only one famous it. horror director, isn't there? Yep. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right there. Yep. And finally, to uh, the relief of listeners and players everywhere, the final question. Uh, the answer to question number four made a, uh, the, the the director made a cameo appearance in a film with Matt Damon, who appeared alongside Paddy Considine in the Bourne Ultimatum. Considine also appeared in what film for which Hitchhiker's director Garth Jennings was thanked in the credits? <laughs> so, so uh, just to be clear, Matt Damon's like the star of that, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, that's fine. He's the star of that question. <laughs> The way his face oh, name was, he was a, he was a Paddy Considine film called The Bourne Ultimatum. <laughs> Paddy Considine was in The Bourne Ultimatum. Okay. He was also in a film that um, Hitchhiker's director Garth Jennings was thanked for his involvement with. Matt Damon's name is above that question. Um, he's got very little to do with it. It's more of like, a, it's like um, uh, Marlon Brando being Superman. Um, Can you say Superman again? Well, I forgot how funny that was. <laughs> Superman. It's because it's not. It's, it's because Superman's Jewish. His, his name's just um, uh, Mr. Superman. <laughs> Today's your questions. Um, yeah, nailed it. Right. This is going to be a really quick uh, episode, by the way, because um, you're all business. Yeah. Oh, mate, all business. <laughs> what just happened? Quizzing just happened, mate. Joke. Quizzing. I didn't understand any of that. <laughs> so, uh, popular, popular, popular actor uh, from uh, film and TV, Paddy Considine, was in a film. In that film, there was a number. If you take that number, divide it by two, turn it into a hexadecimal code, what is the colour of the statue which has that colour? So, that- the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, I, I right? Feel, I feel, I feel like you're making fun of me. Where, where did we come in? Where did we come in from... Hitchhikers on this one. <laughs> when was Hitchhikers first introduced to this question? So is that what you're asking? Yeah, I can't remember. There's something happened in the first in the first question. Yes. So uh, Tom Lennon um, was the voice Got of it. Eddie, the shipboard computer, it, yeah. in the film. Yeah. I'm wor- I'm worried that I've been too uh, literal makes... with my questions now. Yeah, I'm me. They're a bit. They're a bit kind of like inside the thing that we're talking about. Bit too. Bit too related to the topic to, for you. A bit too relevant. <laughs> Mate, all my, quest- all my questions are bang on Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. You better. Oh. So that was my um, <laughs> completely, completely fine and um, perfectly normal quiz uh, round. Uh, John Bounds, what have you got for us? I've been tasked by you, Mark, to uh, produce a round, um, which is, you often get in a pub quiz, uh, politics. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, last uh, pub quiz I went to was the uh, Oxford Labour Women's uh, Groups uh, pub quiz, where they had a round on famous suffragettes, and uh, I hadn't, I haven't got a joke for that. But if you just put Pankhurst down for every answer, you were guaranteed on getting a few right. <laughs> so anyway, so here are my five 
Let's remember this, everyone, Mark. Um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy related politics questions. I, I, I don't see what the... They, they were related? Well, yes. Yep, I don't see the... If Mark did a subject quiz round, it would all be about men. That's a mean thing to say. No, it would be about a number of suffragettes connected to each other in weird and esoteric ways, which a lot of people said that's what they did. Um, What was the hex code of the dress that Emily Pankhurst was wearing? And what was Matt Damon doing in it? (laughs) Um, Douglas Adams, heard of him, famously said, it is a well-known fact that those people who must want to rule are ipso facto those least suited to it. Anyone who's capable of getting themselves made president should on no account be allowed to do the job. So, who was president before Zaphod Beeblebrot? Okay, I think, I think, think I've got it. Are you looking for a number, right? Uh, a number will be accepted as an answer. It won't be marked as correct. <laughs> Only if it's in binary or hex, yeah. Number two. The man in the shack is the reluctant ruler of the universe. He lives in a shack in the middle of nowhere with what appears to be a cat. He has named the cat the Lord. On a completely unrelated matter, <laughs> what is Jeremy Corbyn's cat called? On an unrelated, totally unrelated to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy matter, what is Jeremy Corbyn's cat called? Question three. Lady Cynthia Fitzmelon opens the building of the bypass on the radio at least now we all know that the plans for the bypass and hence the demolition of arthur's house were on display in the bottom of a locked filing cabinet stuck in a disused lavatory with a sign on the door saying beware of the leopard i've got it but which public body would have been in charge would this leopard warning blue tacked and laminated have been in the basement (laughs) of the county council district council town or parish council offices? Which authority would be in charge of the plans for the building of a bypass? Can we have those again, please? Would it be county council, district council, town council, or parish council? Thank you. Uh, You didn't expect to be a lot of uh, local government um, task dividing up uh, unitary authority excrucating um, questions. I, I set you actually, the rounds, so I sort of did. Yeah, I did. That's exactly what I expected, Jeff. <laughs> that all sitcoms from the 70s. Sitcoms from the 70s, you know, like our topic mm-hmm. that we're talking about. The Babelfish, the Hitchhiker's Guide <laughs> to the Galaxy, is a remarkable thing. The Babelfish is a remarkable thing, which not only proves the existence of God, but also makes science fiction one hell of a lot easier to write. It does, however, raise as many questions as it answers. One of the questions it raises is, does it make you hear what politicians mean rather than what they say? The question I raise is, you're not allowed to call another MP a liar in the UK Parliament. It's unparliamentary language. But which of these other words has not been ruled unparliamentary? Bastard. Hypocrite. Pipsqueak or arsehole? Has not been. Which of these words has not been ruled unparliamentary? And it's only one of them. Bastard, hypocrite, pipsqueak or arsehole. That's, yeah, only one of those is, is correct. And for a bonus point, in my judgment, which, M- which current MP best fits all four? Mm. Question five. This isn't as funny as round, is it? Because it's all about the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Which- Again, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, mine, mine was about the Hitchhiker's Old Thrashbarg is about the only form of authority that exists on the planet Lamuella, making the ruling system there being a theocracy of a sort. But if I was to say that the Hitchhiker's universe was a khaki stockracy, who would I be saying it was being ruled by? Oh, crap. If I, knew I was this. to say that the Hitchhiker's Universe was a khaki stockracy, who would I saying it, say it was being ruled by? Oh, I'm just going to have to put a joke answer because I'm sure I know the real one. Or to put it another way, what does khaki stockracy mean? And yes, I picked it because it's a funny word. 
Hmm. All right. I really, really don't feel so bad about my question. <laughs> I mean, everyone thinks their round is great until someone plays it, don't they? Mine's going to be until disaster. someone until, until do you get absolute dead silence during the? I, I know you were concentrating, concentrating hard, very hard. <laughs> I want to do well in this. Well, you fucked up everybody else doing well. <laughs> Just you waited till you get the answers. My um, my journalism lecturer used to say that um, your uh, so your council was was dog shit and dog shit pavements and lights. So what's the equivalent for the solar system? Is it just space debris and supernovae or is it? Yeah, it's clearing up all those satellites, isn't it? Yeah. It'd be them, it'd be them constantly giving Elon Musk a parking ticket. <laughs> <laughs> if it ever does get to Mars, he's going to go, he's going down. <laughs> Elon Musk is a c- Duda, Duda. Come on, sue us, you bastard. Now to the tune of Jingle Bells. <laughs> All right, do we want some answers? Yes, please. Uh, are we going to understand the answer? <laughs> I don't even understand my answer. Uh, so, uh, Tom Lennon played the voice of Eddie the Shipboard Computer in the 2005 Hitchhiker's film. Tom Lennon has a moustache, but um, what did Cosmopolitan readers, or who did Cosmopolitan readers vote as the hottest man with a moustache in November 2013? Uh, it was Ryan Gosling. Ah. That's not what I put. No, anybody put, is it? I, I, I didn't. John put Tony Slattery. No, I didn't put Tony. I put John Slattery. Never heard of him. Oh, John Slattery. Um, da- Dan, in, in, in what is emerging uh, to be a pattern, put uh, Tom fucking Selleck. Uh, which, I mean, it's, it's smart. He's got a moustache. Um, so, uh, Ryan Gosling um, appeared in two uh, popular, successful sci-fi films in the last uh, few years, one of which is a popular sequel to a book adaptation, which popular... I keep using the word popular. It weren't very popular with me. It was a popular culture round, wasn't it? Yes. Which gaming brand from the 20th century was resurrected in this sequel? Anybody? I said Atari, is that right? Yes. Yay! Yes, you did. I'd only heard of one gaming brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, you got it in one. What was the film? Uh, the film was um, Blade Runner 2040... 20- oh, okay. Nine, Who's the actor? Twenty. Ryan Gosling. What's he been in? The films. The films. The, the the Blade Runner. What was the other? What was the other film he was in? The other one that you alluded to? Oh, um, it was the space walking thing from this year. Walking on the moon, man on the moon, whatever it's called. First. Oh, that first was his Oscar man. shot that didn't first man. land. Moonshot. Mo- moonshot, if you will. What's the moon? Released in nineteen. 19- Mm. Released in nineteen, <laughs> our moon. Released in nineteen seventy-seven, a successful video game console by Atari sold an estimated thirty million units. You convert thirty million to hex. You chop off things. Uh, don't worry, I wasn't expecting you to actually know this, but it's gold. Mm. Uh, uh, oh, I just took all the zeros off the end. Snickers, knackers, knackers. Because I, like, I can't make thirty into into hex. No. No, I didn't actually expect you to. Um, I thought that might be a guess, but uh, like I said, you could get it from the from the next question possibly, but ob- obviously not. The aforementioned colour, so gold, has been popularised in film and in song. Yeah, but black's a very popular song song colour. Yeah, no, very true. I mean, I'm not arguing. And blue and red. In a sequel to a popular film about robots and racist stereotypes, the main character was immortalised in a gold statue. That film was short circuit. He was. But what famous horror director recycled this robot's chassis to create his own much more dangerous robot? Uh, that was... Um, who's, who's, who's I don't it? think I got it what right. I put Blumkamp. I put Wes Craven because I've only heard of one horror director. You put right. Is, are, you, are you talking about the film Hardware? No, I am talking about a film called Deadly Friend. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So bonus point. It's fine. I just want to. I just want to say well done to John for getting the film question. Can we just, can we just scroll too. back a bit because John doesn't watch movies. I'm with you. John's on the board. The answer to question four: Wes Craven made a cameo appearance in a film with Matt Damon. That film was Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Nice. Um, he appeared alongside uh, Matt Damon. Appeared alongside Paddy Considine in the Bourne Ultimatum. Considine also appeared in what film for which Hitchhiker's director Garth Jennings was thanked in the credits? Danny was on the was in the right ballpark. Oh, what you have, I think Dan? John and I are in the same ballpark. I, I wonder if it's the right ballpark. Wrong film, right ballpark. He said World's End. Jo- yeah. John's got World's End, and I've got Hot Fuzz. You, uh, John Hickman, are correct. It was Hot Fuzz. Oh my. God. Was Danny in the same ballpark? No, he he got World's End as well. Ah, right. Just for reference, um, Danny, um, for question three, put, I'm not fucking going to win. I like that you've, uh, I like that Danny's assumed the Noel Fielding role from the Big Fat Quiz of the Year. Oh, thank you. Does that put me in as the Jimmy Carr thing, which means I've got an irritating laugh? That means you're going to go, ah, ha, ha. Well, I don't know, Mark. You probably don't. You uh, being a, a company, a small business person, you probably don't earn enough tax to pay any. So, uh, 
I don't know which of us will be avoiding it. Are you being a shady <laughs> bit there, John? Um, I was, I was being shady about Jimmy Carr, really, not Mark's business acumen. <laughs> um, round two, then. <laughs> um, the answers that are quite off round two are, so the, I, I won't do the preambles. Who was president before Zaphod Beeblebrox? It was President Uden Franks. Oh, Mark yes. got it. Mark got it. Point for Mark. No points for, no points for John. So, uh, on the completely unrelated matter of, uh, a man that, um, is a reluctant leader of the universe, <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn's cat is called El Gato. Yay! Which is, of course, Spanish for the cat. The cat. The cat. <laughs> and John got that. Well done. Um, yeah, Danny, Danny did not. Um, Danny had Trotsky. Uh, I suggested Chairman Meow. <laughs> Both far wittier than Jeremy Corbyn had been there. The, uh, so this what this question was about, uh, local government planning responsibilities. Mm. Um, so I hope you all enjoyed it. Cause we know how to party. Um, so which public body would be in charge of the planning permission for building a bypass? And would it be county, district, town, or parish? Oh, I've definitely got this wrong. Now, planning is by and large the responsibility of the district oh. council. But, but no, it, but it isn't the answer. Ah. The answer is county. Yes. Because uh, the county would be responsible for highways and the like. So the answer is county. And yes, as uh, John has mentioned in his long answer here, <laughs> let's say, um, yes, their hands would actually be tied by central government on that. They mainly do that with funding. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you I might get to... an extra point for that, though. Not yet, no. You might get an extra point in the next round, because that's why I offered a bonus point. <laughs> so I asked... Which of the following words has not been ruled unparliamentary language in the UK Parliament? Bastard, hypocrite, pipsqueak, or arsehole? And that is all... All right, mate. I'm just trying to... I was going to say, that's our, uh, that's our nicknames on screen here. <laughs> you can pick which one you want to be. Bastard uh, was ruled unparliamentary when a Labour MP... Uh, in the um, early uh, 2000s, talked about John Major's comment um, about uh, a, 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 the bastard in his own party and said, who'd have known that years later we'd end up with an entire government full of bastards? Uh, that was ruled unparliamentary. Hypocrite has been ruled unparliamentary. Pipsqueak was ruled unparliamentary when... Uh, I should have gone with my first When instinct. West Bromwich MP Tom Watson called Michael Gove a horrible pipsqueak of a man. Arsehole, as far as I am aware, has never been said in the UK Parliament, which when there are at least 300 of them in there at any one time. Well, most of them are out for big lunches, aren't they? They're not really there. So the answer answer of that is arsehole. And for the bonus point, in my judgment, the MP which currently best fits all four of those words is the uh, men's rights activist Philip Davis, the guy who filibusters bills on oh, giving yes. free tampons. He's a bad man. Or uh, not doing upskirting. He is a gash of a man. Is he a pipsqueak? He's, a, he's quite, he's not tall. He's, he, he's getting wider mm. and uh, more gin soaked. And um, he's got gout, probably. He's going to die on the toilet. What, like Elvis? Unloved and wanking. Um, <laughs> it's a great album title. Autobiography title. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, this this That's issue of um, this issue of things getting ruled unparliamentary, it doesn't preclude you from then saying bastard again in a different context. It was just, it, it there, just no. It's, it, it's, there it, was a moment it, on record where someone said it, and the speaker it, went, "Oh dear, Well, it's been once it's, it's been yeah. ruled on, <laughs> it's been ruled unparliamentary. Uh, there is a precedent. Uh, you will be asked to withdraw unparliamentary language, and if you don't withdraw, you will probably get some sort of sanction, like the removal of the ability to sit for that session, like to the end of the day or something. A little bit like uh, grabbing your mace. So we have a stupid. But what if, so that's they, it. Um, like, that's, but what if an MP has to describe a sword that measured like a hand and a half from the pommel to the hilt and was uh, manoeuvred by mainly leverage? What? It's that's a bastard sword. That is a bastard sword. But like, how would they get around that? Would they have to go through the whole rigmarole of? I once went to probably no, they'd be able to say in context. I once um uh, went into went to buy one of those swords, 
Uh, well, sword anyway. And uh, I said, well, that's my sword. And the guy in the armament shop said, would you like a bastard sword? And I said, no, give me one of those little sharp cuts. <laughs> so many bleepings. <laughs> so old Slashbug, <laughs> being a shaman, mm. uh, oh, we're is, is the ruler of sorts of uh, Lamuela. Um, so that making it a theocracy. So if the Hitchhiker's universe was a khaki-stocracy, uh, who would it be ruled by? And a khaki-stocracy is a system of government which is run by the worst, least qualified, and most unscrupulous citizens. Hmm. Do I get half a point for shit starers? I don't know. You're in charge. No, you see what I'm You're around. Then. Go on, you're then. Around. You your rules, it. mate. The, um, oh, this is Camouflage enthusiasts, is that worth anything? Camouflage enthusiasts are the absolute worst people in, <laughs> in, in the world. Um, apart, the, the worst of those, of course, the ones who wear camouflage trousers and a high-vis vest, make up your fucking minds. <laughs> the, uh, <coughs> the, um, so, uh, ka- uh, khaki is not only a funny word, it's Greek for worst. Oh. And was, um, uh-huh. invented, and the word, uh, the khaki-stocracy was invented by an English author called Thomas Love Peacock. Uh, <laughs> and as it was the reverse, uh, uh he thought, of aristocracy, because Aristos is excellent in Greek. Mm. Yes, 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 he is. So, John, you got two. I'm on three out of ten so far. Danny, I make it. <laughs> some, I think it's. I think it's a goose egg. Fuck off! I got World's End. <laughs> that weren't right, mate. It wasn't World's End, mate. That was all right. I got Blurple. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think it's. Uh, I think it's a goose egg for Danny. I'm sorry, mate. My dick, I'm going to own the next round. Cool. Um, I'm um, one and a half, and John Bounds. Whoa, 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 one and a half? How long has this been going on? I gave him the half. I gave him the half. Are you not trusting me to mark? Uh, da- Danny, 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 Danny. What? Danny. Come on, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're right. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. We yeah, both no, know no, who I, you I, are. I totally understand. <laughs> Welcome back to Beware of the Leopard. You didn't go anywhere. We did. Um, and uh, we're going to continue doing a pub quiz. It is time for round three. And Danny is driving. He is behind the wheel. And he's been drinking. So, um, take it away, Danny. Is that a quiz? That's, that's quiz music. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. My my um, my round is about science and technology for some incredibly hurtful reason i think what was it yes it's um i i said you should have science um because alcohol involves science hurtful hurtful if anything but i've just completely proven why that's true in the last half an hour i feel but whatever right so i've got uh science and nature is it in the true pursuits it's, it's the brown sure. question no it's not that's ours yes no, it's ours. time for some brown noise sorry it's green screen okay right. i'm gonna ask the questions starting from now you ask the question <laughs> if you were a cheese what sort of cheese would you be demon hill do you have a map or do you just follow the other drivers mr sting <laughs> when you have done a blow do you <laughs> your bum out the window <laughs> Round three, round three, round three. Right, okay, right. Adams is famous for his conservation work. But why are dogs? (laughs) 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 Um, Moving on. Mm -hmm. Question two is multiple choice question. Wait, so all the choices have been been explained to you. Um, How big is the Grand Canyon? A... 4,926 kilometres B 1,901.939 miles squared (laughs) C Big, really big You just won't believe how vastly, hugely mind-boggling big it is I mean, you may think it's a long way down the shops but that's just peanuts to the Grand Canyon Mm -hmm. Three Uh, Can't even Google it the goggle, the Google's mm-hmm. doing nothing. Well, are you Googling the phone? He'd be are doing you- better if he was Googling. Dan, I'm so pissed I can't even unlock my phone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, number three. Roger Rabbit was a rabbit. Rabbits are famous for two things, carrots and rumpy pumpy. And seen in the dark. Yes. That's a carrot-related fact. Uh, yeah, Anyway, my question is, who wrote... This is also a multiple-choice um, question. 
Who wrote Watership Down? A. Douglas Adams. B. Richard Adams. C. Brian Adams. D. Ryan Adams. <laughs> F. John Quigley Adams. G. Samuel Adams. H. Tony Adams. I. Brian Adams, but with an I instead of Y. J. Gomez Adams. Uh, e. Cousin It. Or C. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. <laughs> <laughs> Does it matter if we just wrote down the answer rather than the letter? No, I want the, an- I want the letter. If Mark had done that question, all the letters would have been out of order. They'd all have been in here. <laughs> A. E. I can do letters. I don't know. I've edited some of your writing, mate. Oh, fuck. Okay, yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, number four. Um, Marvin, the paranoid android, is the saddest robot. Which animal is the most melancholy? According to you, or... No, independent fact. Independent, independent adjudicator. The Board of Animals. The IOC. (laughs) The International (laughs) Board of Animals. Did you say the IOC, John? The International Olympic Committee? Yeah. Not the International Standards Organisation, the ISO. No, 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 no. No, no, I wouldn't trust those to ourselves. I was actually thinking this is the sort of thing the European Court of Human Rights should be doing, the uh, or the ECJ, maybe, I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Question five. Adams loves technology science is technology so here is a tech question list the three inheritance styles in django inheritance styles inheritance styles yes i think you mean in python but that's okay yeah python django yeah no they're 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 not the same thing um i also i also they're not the same i also don't know the answer (laughs) self-taught mate I've got a degree in computer science. Right? I mean, I've just pretended it's something that I understand and then applied the answers from that instead because <laughs> then he might have meant something else. <laughs> that's a really, really good bit of gaming. I really should have realised that. Yeah, that's a very good point. Do I get um, one if I get... Do I get a, a point three or a third if I get one of the last bits wrong? No, it's a point for each. I'm going to give you for that. A point for each subjective answer. They're, they're all independently adjudicated... Definite round four is the sporting round. The what round? Cool. Round four. You'll appreciate the fact that every question in this is in some way related to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> I've spelled sport wrong. Again, again, you're all acting like that that wasn't the, the, the rule from the start. All but, my okay. questions were, were, were kind of mentioned to what? Danny, 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 it's okay. Douglas buddy. was born in it's Cambridge. Right. Yes. Cambridge being mm. one of the two towns so, that competes in the annual university boat race. The boat race is sent up in the Discworld series. Oh, fuck off. And listeners to the show will know that we often think about Discworld and how it speaks to the Hitchhiker's world. So, on the Discworld, instead of blues, as you have in Oxford and Cambridge, you have browns, which leads to some joke opportunities about holding a brown. <laughs> the boat race in the Discworld is run on the turgid River Ankh. What is unique about the Ankh-Morpork Pork Boat Race? Ooh. You know the boat race they have like um it's Oxford Cambridge every year. How do they both get to the final every year? That's quite <laughs> But um the no, no, really. They're actually all those road teams are in a league. Mm. And the Polytechnic in Oxford mm. is in a higher league than the university in Oxford. Because mm. they don't do all that fancy book learning because they're really in a proper way, learning a proper job. These mm. people are not the these people are not the best rowers in the country. Yeah, I mean the University of Life rowers, they're off the chart, aren't they? <laughs> they're all they're all down there in the in, in the pub talking about how it should have been done. It is quite fun to piss off a bridge onto them though. <laughs> the boat race in this world is run on the Turgid River Ank. What is unique about the Ankmore Pork boat race? Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought mm-hmm. that's what you finished. I thought I'd heard you say that already. Well, I had. I said. I said the question twice, John. Uh, so you'd heard me say it already when I said it the first time. What? Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. <clears throat> question two: If you pull letters out of a Scrabble bag, you might get the ultimate question. But how many double word squares are there on the Scrabble board? Jeekers, mm, Jiminy Jerkers. Double letter scores. Double word scores. So let me just re- let me just repeat that for you. If you pull the letters out of a Scrabble bag, you might get the ultimate question. But how many double word squares are there on a Scrabble board? Question three. On the day that the Earth is demolished to make way for a hyperspace bypass, it may or may not be the FA Cup final. Hmm. Arsenal having a chance. <laughs> but what form of football was enjoyed by the other marooned Earthman from British sci-fi? sitcom dave lister and which team did he follow oh i can remember the the name of the guy 
Um, oh, you remember that, the name I of his like, favourite player? I like that question. I know that. Can, I, can I get him, his name for an extra point? I will allow a bonus point for the name of Dave Lister's hero, and I will allow three points yeah. for the name of his girlfriend. Oh, oh, gee, oh, I know his girlfriend. Oh. No, not Dave Lister's girlfriend, the football players. No, I, can I get an extra point for knowing who pa- who played her? No, you, you, she hasn't been played by anyone but yet. She was played in the... In, in the You're th- thinking of Lister's girlfriend, Kachansky. No, 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 I'm not. I'm it's, not. I'm not. I guarantee you I'm not. Okay. Yeah, you can have an extra point for that. I can't remember his name, though. Right. There's there's a points bonanza here, which is bad news for me because I'm not in this round. Mm-hmm. Um, what form of football is enjoyed by Dave Lister and Red Dwarf? What team did he follow? Extra um, point if you can name his favourite player. Extra three points if you can name his girlfriend. And an extra point if John can name the actor who hasn't played her because... She hasn't been played by anyone. Question four. Listen very carefully. Oh, I am. 22, Fishwife, Anal Probe, 75, Parlez-Vous, Galois. That is mentioned (laughs) on the H2G2 website. Mm -hmm. What is it mentioned in relation to? It's something, it's a sporting term. Okay. So the following phrase is mentioned on H2G2 as a sporting term related to what? 22, Fishwife, Anal Probe, 75, Parlez-Vous, Galois. H2G2 being being the Wikipedia-like website that's a spin-off from uh, Hitchhikers. I think you've had at least one of those. I think I've got a couple of this round. I think you've had a couple of those. <laughs> Last reading of that. 22, Fishwife, Anal Probe, 75, Parlez-vous, Galois. Ding! Tell me what that comes from, <clears throat> according to H2G2. Okay. Um, around about the time of the uh, ill-fated FA Cup final, there was also a test match happening at Lord's. It was in 1980-something, we don't know. It was at Lords. England were playing Australia. A scene happened which hadn't been seen, the likes of which hadn't been seen since 1932 at Edgebaston, when Cantor was facing Wilcox. Um, what happened was, Arthur and Ford appeared on a Chesterfield sofa. According to Beware of the Leopards' official cricket adjudicator, what result was recorded in Wisdoms for this ill-fated game? Cool. So... 198 for, uh, in, in 1980 something at Lords, England are playing against Australia. Ford and Arthur appear at that match. According to our official cricket adjudicator for Beware of the Leopard, what result was recorded in Wisdoms for this ill fated game? Mm-hmm. That is the end of the sports round. I've got to look upside down to see if it's Princess Anne. <laughs> Danny, I am Bill Beaumont because I have a moustache. And after that um, round, it was a round, uh, we're going to do the scores. Um, we're going to uh, reveal uh, the answers. That's what we're going to do. Um, so, Danny, uh, do you want to give us um, the answers to your totally um, not subjective Actual um, facts, quiz round? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. right. Adams is famous for his conservation work, but why are dogs? Mm-hmm. What did you get for that? What did the, what did John get for that other John? <laughs> other John, right? So the problem is because there's both of them are here. We don't have main John and other John. No, so. the other other John is the other John is the other John. I was kind of waiting for one of them to speak up and uh, and, and claim. Find out which one we yeah, claim John. the Johnness. So Alpha John and Beta John. Comes Who's John? Alpha John right now. <clears throat> well, I'm Alpha John because he's John B. So. Okay, so what did John B get? John B put digging. Uh, what did John H get? He put, the question has no nose. So how does it smell, Danny? No, no. This question has no nose. How does it smell? Danny! How do you know that? Because I've got you a bit of paper. <laughs> <laughs> that is not correct. Uh, Mark, well, what, I'll let you read out yours. What do you get? What do you want me to read out yours? Uh, well, so to, to the answer, why are dogs? Uh, because one is shorter than the other. No, no, close though. Oh, okay. I've got, I've got twelve. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> How big yeah. is the Grand Canyon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How big is the Grand Canyon? Uh, it was it A four thousand nine hundred twenty six. Yeah. Was it B some numbers? Was it C some numbers? B. So John H, what did you get? What did John B get? C. Big, really big, etc. Yeah. Absolutely correct. What did John H get? Same. Same. Yep, absolutely correct. Um, you, what did you put? Mind-bogglingly big. You just won't believe how mind-boggling big it is. Yeah, all the answers were correct to that. <laughs> well done, team. Well done, Grand Canyon. I liked the conversion that you did there, Danny. Nice I work. know. 
<laughs> you know you didn't put squared on the first two, so they just seem to I did put fucking squared. Not when you said it. Oh, uh, no, there's no way of knowing whether I did or didn't. Apart from the tape. No, it's no, literally no way of knowing. Back in history. Right, uh, Roger mm-hmm. Rabbit was a rabbit. Rabbits are famous for two things, Carrot and Rumpy Pumpy. Who wrote Worship Down? Uh, what did John H. get? B. B, yeah, yeah, B. Uh, what did John B. get? Also B. Uh, a clean sweep by everyone. Mark got, also got B. Ooh, this is... Exciting. Tense. And people think they wouldn't score on my round. But see, these are all actual factual things that happened in the world. Uh, Number four. Uh, So so B was the right answer? Yes. B was right. Okay, good. Uh, Which animal is the most melancholy? Remember, this is an actual fact and not opinion. I'm not looking for your opinion. I'm looking for facts. John B, what did John H get? He put this sloth. Uh, close, but no. As did John B. Ah, uh, you see, I see, can see where you went there, but absolutely not. Have you ever seen a sloth? Look how fucking smiley they are. It's the ma- it's the t- it's the mask of a clown, though. Really. By the way, are we saying are we saying sloth now? Is it is it not sloth? Sloth, isn't it? I think I think to Brits it's sloth. I don't understand why because we don't tend to elongate the O. But uh, I, m- most of the times when I've heard Brits say it, it's sloth. Fine, I'll go and have a scone. That's all right. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Steders, do you want to uh, do you want to tell everyone what you put? Yeah, I had Rob, a former member of my improv troupe. Poor. This is not the place for joke answers. I had Rob, a former member of my improv cr- uh, troupe. He's a melancholy. Uh, that individual. seems that seems okay. No, the actual answer mm-hmm. is penguins. Number five, Adams love tech. So here's tech question: List three inheritance styles in Django. Python. P- yeah. Python, yeah. Okay, uh, I'll give you a point for any. My, uh, John H., what did John B. get? Uh, John, John, so uh, I think the trouble is is that we all know too much. I know the answer. So, just, <laughs> so we've, all, we've all made guesses that kind of make sense when we've passed your question that doesn't make sense. Anyway, uh, he put class and he didn't get anything else, but he's always obsessed with class. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, John B, what did John H get? Yeah, uh, he, 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 he I think he was thinking of. Uh, um, I thought Danny meant CSS, yeah. Yeah, Correct. yeah. So he's a parent, child, and universal. No, God, no. Uh, Mark? Uh, your mum. That's that's probably a better answer. <laughs> this is S. It's a saint. A saint. Uh, the answers are yes. abstract base classes, multi table inheritance, mm-hmm. and proxy models. Okay. Ain't that exciting? He's uh, he's talking about Django. I am talking about Django. Yeah, he's he's talking specifically about Django. Michael, <laughs> yeah. Let the record show. Not, not just not not actually just Python. They're not inheritance styles, um, <laughs> but they uh, that's 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 a fair, fair one, and I didn't get it. Well done. He set he set he set that one up. I'm not bitter about that at all. What what, what you I mean, what is inheritance style? Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, what is it? Self evident, really. If you have yeah, to ask. You don't have it, John. Really. God, I can't believe you don't it's even know that. Uh, round round five. five. Oh, gosh, round five. I mean, by, by which I mean round four. I think I've said round five before. Uh, can, yes. can we do the points? Because I think I'm winning. I think I think I think we should wait until we, we've done this round, and then we'll do mm. the points, and then we'll go into the Thunderdome. Right. I've got I've got five out of fifteen at the moment, which is bobbins, really. G- give us give us your answers. <clears throat> give us your answers. Okay. Now, I've got to say, John. <laughs> I was trying to be really, really kind to everybody, and and you did interrupt the question at the critical point. Sorry. <sighs> okay, the answer was in the question. So Douglas was born in Cambridge, one of the two teams that competes in the boat race, even though apparently they're not the best ro- boat rowers. The boat race is sent up in the Discworld series. The boat race in the Discworld is run, run, it's run on the turgid. River Hank. What is unique about the Port boat race? They run across the water. Now, adjudicator. Um, Hello. Danny, Danny's like flat out got it. Okay. No, no problem. What's he got? He's got, it's a foot race. Yep. Mark, I, I'm, I'd give him this. Mark put, they don't row, they walk and carry their boats. Yep, yep. The, one of the things is they have to carry a boat. Oh, Correct. cool. That was a, that was a flat Jump out guess. So I'm pleased about that. Um, no, I didn't get this. I mean, if you, if you hadn't interrupted me, uh, let's be honest. I still wouldn't have done it. I was trying to give you the answer and you wanted to do a joke instead. That was, I'm not sure if you said it in italics when you said it. That was the, the serious time, part of the game. Like the joke bit is afterwards. When I'm asking questions, you need to listen. Yep, sure. Still wouldn't have yeah? done it. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Professor All right. Hickman. All right, John. Okay. You're right, John. What did you get? I didn't 
didn't get it. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Move on. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I wasn't listening. Don't worry. Don't you worry. put it goes backwards. Right. Yeah. Well, isn't that true of nearly all boat races though? So he's not far. But it wouldn't have been. Yeah. I didn't even think it wouldn't have been unique, would it? I should have said goes forward. I mean, go backwards <laughs> from his point of view, really, because the, the little one at the back is going forwards, isn't it? That's weird. That is having a secret man in your boat. Sometimes it's a lady. Question. Maybe in a beard. I don't que- know. Question. question. Pull question out, um, so, uh, this question was about Scrabble. If you pull letters out of a Scrabble bag, you might get the ultimate question. But how many double word, double word squares are there on a Scrabble board? Danny Smith. Uh, Stead has got six. Incorrect. Uh, sorry, Stead. Yep. Um, Danny had 28. Incorrect. Fuck off. And John Bounds is also incorrect. Oh, knickers. What did John get? It, uh, the, John, got, John got 16 because he forgot that the centre square scores double word. <sighs> so it's 17? There are, yeah, 17. There are, You're not even going to give him half? No, no, I'm not. No, because well, no, the wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong, isn't it? The, the, the double words <laughs> run on the diagonals. <laughs> Question On three. the day that the earth was demolished, there was a cup final. Um, and Arsenal didn't have a chance. But what form of football was enjoyed by that other marooned Earthman, Dave Lister? Uh, John Bounds has got it right. What's Danny got? Um, Danny got, I can't believe it's I was hopeful for a second fuck winning. Incorrect. And what's Mark Stedman got? Uh, Stedman has got zero G football. And John Bounds, is that correct? Yeah. It is, yeah. Zero Zero G football was a popular working class game in the Red Dwarf universe. And Jim Bexley Speed? Yes, Jim Bexley Speed was Lister's favourite player. <laughs> he gets an extra point for that. And the team that Jim Bexley Speed played for? Yeah, no, that's no, the London Jets. The London Jets, exactly. <gasps> the London Jets. <sighs> and then John bet it all. John bet it all on trying to find out what um Jim Bexley Speed's girlfriend's name was, and he came up with a really interesting mm. bit of Red Dwarf trivia. He came up with Sarah Mulholland Jones. Uh, we have talked off Mike John. You now know your error, don't you? It's Sabrina, isn't it? No, no, it's, 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 it's oh, you've written Sabrina. It's Sarah Mulholland Jones. She was the, uh, wife of Fred Thicky Holden in the Time Slides episode. And she, yeah, but I thought, I thought she'd previously been she divorced, she divorced girlfriend. him. Um, and started going out with with Lister, and she was played by oh, uh, Anna, not Annabelle Croft. No, um, the other one, Kustark. Kustark. She was played by Kustark. No, uh, she wasn't Jim Bexley Speed's girlfriend. So, moving on, nerd. I'm not even going to tell you. All of you know it's a, it's a, it's in the novels. It's not in the TV show. Going to beat you up, steal your lunch money. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lister runs into her on a plane as a stewardess in uh, Better Than Life. There you go. 22, Fishwife, Anal Probe, 75, Pali Vu Galwa. According to H2G2... Just shouting out. What is that? John Bounds. I don't know. I didn't understand the question. I said draw, but I don't know. You said archery. You said it's an archery term. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. What did Mark Stedman get down? Uh, Mark put curling. Nice. Nice. No, incorrect. Incorrect. And Mark Stedman, I dread to ask you, what did Danny Smith make of this? American football. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give Danny. Yes, I got a point. Half a point. Fuck off. A point. It's not, it's not correct. It's finally got a point. Half Why a point. Half a point. A it's half a point for Danny there. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a point off Mark. Uh, don't you fucking dare, because I'm keeping my own score. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not debating what you're taking off Mark, but I'm giving you half a point. I'm the quiz master for my, um, for, for my rant, and uh, I'm docking you a point. <laughs> I don't like to cut your jib, frankly. It was the hardest, the hardest question I set. And it's, it's so close. I'm going to allow it. It's in the H2G2, um, article for rugby union. And it's described as being a tactical call given during a line out. It does sound like an American football uh, snap. So I think Danny deserves some credit for that. Oh, that's not even close to yes, he does. the rugby thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've got a I used to be a hooker actually. We used to chat numbers. Yeah. <laughs> 25 for a hand job. <laughs> 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 22 Fishwife Anal Probe, as I said. I just set you up. <laughs> I know, mate. I know, and I, I appreciate it. So that's why I rushed to get in there first. <laughs> I'm very excited about my last question. So in 1980-something, um, Ford and Arthur appeared at Lords in the middle of um, an Ashes match, England against Australia. Scenes that had not been seen since 1932, Edge Baston, as two men appear Such on a Chesterfield sofa. But according to our official cricket adjudicator, friend of the show and listener Jez Higgins, what result 
was recorded in Wisdoms for this ill-fated game. Over to Jez to tell us. The match would be recorded as no result. Had the cricket robots not arrived, England's victory was assured. In Blurs and Truman's commentary, there's no sense of any urgency at all. England are clearly coasting to victory. Probably just before tea, so we can all repair to a beer garden while it's still lovely and warm and sunny. Finish the crossword, have a cheese sandwich, maybe a pickled onion, all that kind of thing. So from Danny, I've got fuck this, fuck you, didn't want to win. Okay. Which I don't think puts him up there. He's not in the ballpark, no. It is a moral victory, I feel. I just put draw, because that's how most cricket matches end up. <laughs> and Mark, what did you get? And I got, instead has got 130 for blog. Okay. I actually thought it was the easiest question I set, so that's interesting. <laughs> 130 tweet for blog is actually what I put, but that's fine. I mean, you can, you can have your fancy continental pronunciations of what you said, but I'm, I'm going back to the traditional English pronunciation. Of what I remember you, the great vowel shifts before everything was comprehensible. All right, so before we head into the Thunderdome, um, let's have a quick whiz through the scores. Uh, I've got Danny at one and a half. Hey. Oh, um, yep, and uh, John Hickman, what have you got for Mr. Bounds? I, um, I've been my own undoing here because he got some bonus points from me and he's unfortunately doing very well. Mm-hmm. Six out of 15. Nice. Um, Mr. Bounds, what has John Hickman got? John Hickman has currently there, sitting there, nip and tuck there with five. Mm. Oh, lovely. In in the lead, in the lead is Mark Stebbers with six and a half. That half doesn't count. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not clapping that. I'm not clapping that. Yeah, I'll take it. I mean, it is about to be all to play for wow. as we head into the Thunderdome. Um, just before questions, but they are worth double points oh my god oh no my, mine's mine's worth loads of points double double points <laughs> they're all worth mine's worth a million points they're all worth double points two points okay this might not work but okay we've got points eyes <laughs> <laughs> down look in the first 12 episodes of the original radio series were titled fit the first fit the second and so on the term comes from poetry and was revived by another famous um, author from the previous century. Who was it? And for an extra bonus point, what was the piece of work in which the term was brought back? What did you just say? It don't, don't repeat it, Mark. I know this. <laughs> the first 12 episodes of the original radio series were titled Fit the First, Fit the Second, and so on. Are you with me so far? Yes. The term, as in fits comes from poetry and was revived by another famous author from the previous century to Douglas Adams, so from the 19th century. Uh-huh. Who was it? And for an extra bonus point, can you name me the piece of work in which that term was brought back? Wow. Okay, I think I understand it now. John Bounds, your question, please. Okay, so um, I'm just going to lay this out to start with, that I'm going to give you five either way of this so a sort of uh i want you within the near i want you within 10 so i come in peace said the robot take me to your lizard and we know that this guy is the guy comes the robot guy comes from a, a planet where the people are ruled by lizards they hate the lizards but they vote the lizards because the wrong lizard might get in but mm-hmm. how many football league appearances did david ike making goal for hereford <laughs> Um, I'll give you five either way. Alrighty. Mr. Smith, your question, please. Okay. Uh, what I want you to do is list as many unique two ingredient cocktails. Remember, we talked about two ingredient cocktails? For example, the Mickey Mouse. Yeah. But cocktails, any cocktails that will have, that only have two ingredients, mm-hmm. but they have to be unique. So if somebody else has it, you can't have it. Okay. H2G2 is an acronym that can be used for the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, denoting two H's and two G's. What does that score you in Scrabble? All right, so with that, uh, let's reveal some answers. Um, Who has an idea of what the hell I was talking about? Question one. I know, I know, but has anybody got a funny answer? John, I'm going to read what I think you've written. So the, mm-hmm. the, the, po- the poem and the writer who came up with the idea of fits was Lewis Carroll, which I think might be correct, in 
munting the snark which i don't <laughs> think is correct and i think i may have read incorrectly it's, it's, that is definitely an h yeah it's the hunting of the snark uh by lewis carroll he didn't invent the term fits but he brought it back so yeah two points uh which means four points to john because it's double points i mean you should you should have the complicated scoring round earlier when we've drunk that no it's just it's just double the points it's, so it's, it's different it's div- there's there's two points and then you like double it it's yep yep it's- <sighs> Four points, John. Um, John, uh, John Bounds, what did Mister Hickman get? Uh, so uh, he managed to put uh, Charles Dickens down for Oliver Twist, which is, um, I mean, not a it's a good not answer a for all things for, for English literature, but not poetry. I'm afraid. No, 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 it's not. I'm afraid uh, Danny didn't get it right. Uh, it wasn't Shelley. Mm, he actually had a go. <laughs> question two from Mister Bounds. Okay, so the question was how many. League appearances did David Icke make in goal for Hereford United? And I'll give you, if you're five either, five either way, I'll give you, I'll give you. Um, so, uh, Danny, what did Mark say? Uh, Mark said 32. Ooh, that's pretty close. Mm. Mark, what did Danny say? 42. Ooh. John Hickman went a little bit higher with 112. It was, in fact, 37. Well done. Ooh. That was incredibly close. So that's so a point for Mark and no points for anybody else. No, that's me. No, Danny's Danny's within five. Oh, Danny. Oh, well, ha, you googled that shit. Forty-two. What? Well, why would I put forty-two? Oh, no, that's five. a fucking clue. Yeah. Oh, thirty-two's within five as well. Yeah, me and Danny both get points. We get two points each. Well done. I, I I don't know enough about Ike's career. I know that like 112 is like you, you could see a keeper getting that many appearances. They can hang around for a bit. He was um he was injured. Uh he never really made it as a keeper. He was on Coventry City's books as a youth player. Uh Danny Smith, take it away. Right. Okay. If um if I read out the list of all the answers that count of marks and if somebody shouts up we can kind of do it that way. Okay. So uh, out of all the answers that counts, Mark has got Vespa. Wow. What's that? What's in a Vespa mark? Yep. Next. Okay, doesn't count. Doesn't count. Uh, is it vodka martini? No. Uh, w- w- uh, it's a it's a modified this, uh, it's a vod- uh, modified um, vodka martini. Yep. Uh, but it has more than two ingredients. Uh, he's got snake bite, which counts. Has anyone got snake bite? Uh, yep. I wrote that down. Okay, so that doesn't count. Uh, slap and tickle. What's in a slap and tickle? What? Nothing. Made it up. No. Okay. <laughs> a bubble and squeak. Made it up. No. And a kebab. Yeah. Uh, kebab is um, sort of a usually a meat uh, encased in a sort of bread um, holding device. Yeah. Not a cocktail. Though. I mean, it's a cocktail of foods. <laughs> it's a cocktail of foods. <laughs> I mean, the, the the kebab is very much the cocktail of foods. It's the vesper of the <laughs> night food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to allow it, Dan. Four points. Okay, so uh, John H. John Bounce has got Mickey Mouse, which I think is new. So have you got Mickey Mouse? You wrote Mickey Mouse, and John, so it doesn't count. John's got a cocktail here that I believe, I might be misreading it, but I think it says Donald Tusk. Donald Duck. John, what's in a Donald Tusk? He's a... <laughs> Donald Duck is um, bitter and mild, isn't it? But what's in a Donald Tusk? That's what I want to know. It's um, uh, schnapps and uh, lager. Yeah, it's, it is. We racked our brains when we did the podcast. We racked our brains what was in a Donald Duck, but you're right. Yeah. Okay, Donald Duck counts. Uh, screwdriver we've both got. Black Velvet is unique to John. Poor Man's Black Velvet is unique to John. That's two. Fat Derek. What's a Fat Derek? You- a Fat Derek is half a Foster's and half a Carlin. That's lager and lager. But I used to pour that. You learn that, Dan? No. Okay, he's on two. Brown and mild. That's just that's a list of ingredients, Dan. We talked about this. <laughs> nah, I don't know. People say it as one word, brown and mild. Mm. I'd have that. I, I mean, I could have listed ingredients, Dan. I, I, I put some effort in. Yeah, well, maybe, but you didn't. All right. Whis- whiskey Mal? Miss Whiskey May? Whiskey Mac. Whiskey Mac. Whiskey Mac. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Whiskey and Coke can get fucked. Well, the, this is before the ruling. Vodka and Coke also can get fucked. Gin and orange can get fucked. Port and lemon get fucked. Lager dash, yes. Yep, I love lager dash. How many is he on now, Dan? I don't know. What, what, uh, I'm not fucking <laughs> him. Five. You're on five. Okay. Lager dash and lager top are the same thing, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> dash is at the bottom, top is at the top. Yeah, no, he's right. But that's like saying that an Americano and a long black are different drinks. That's, that's mixology. Okay. Six. Fine. A black and what? What's this word? Black and tan? Yeah, black and tan. Okay, seven. Spritz you can't have snake bite I didn't actually have you got eight Cuba Libra you don't have that's mine yep yeah St Clements I haven't got that you got that yep two Bloody Mary 
Books Fears. Old Fashioned. Five. Key Royale. No, no, no. Old Fashioned's more than two. No, it's not. Uh, what's go- what, what, what are the ingredients from Old Fashioned for you? It's, it, it, the, the only real ingredient by any volume is whiskey. It has got some bitters coating the glass. That's not an ingredient. And it's got a bit of sugar syrup, which you might count as one ingredient. All right, I'll allow it. Cool. How many is that, John? Okay, so Cuba Libra, yeah. St. Clement's, Bloody Mary, Bucks Fizz, Old Fashioned, that's five. Kiel Royale? Kiel Royale is six. A Monaco. Yep. A Ryan Dry. Can we have that? Well, I'll, you, I'll have whiskey want... and coke if you can have that. You know, it's a type of whiskey and a type of... Uh, Can't um, have it. Something else? I don't Seven. Know. Bellini, well done. Okay. Martini. Margarita? Mm, oh, yeah, no, because I said crisp, uh, acid ice was a thing, so maybe. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that as well. Whiskey sour? You can't have a Mickey Mouse or a spritzer, but you can have, you absolute asshole, a shandy. Yeah. Which is, which, which is 10. I think I did it, lads. I think I did you it. You fucking nailed that. That was, that was good, mate. I had more. I just got tired. <laughs> you are an absolute beast. Yeah. I like to point out that I'd written, I'd go about 15, but we changed the rules halfway through. <laughs> So do I get a point for every one? Yeah, yeah, ten points you got there, mate, and it's doubled. Oh, oh, oh shall shall we score it on first and uh, first and second? That's fair. Uh, that is fair. Otherwise, it is it is like just a fucking bingo round, isn't it? At the end. Okay, John gets two. Uh, other John gets one. I mean, I liked it more when I had twenty, but yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's understandable. So, uh, as you should. All right. And finally, then to Mister Hickman. Oh yeah. Okay. So what have we got for this? Um, Two H's and two G's in Scrabble. I said eight. Mm, Mark, what's Danny got? Sixteen. He's got sixteen. Any advance on sixteen? Sedders has got fourteen. Sedders has got what? Fourteen. Okay. And John's got... Well, assuming, assuming we haven't played it anywhere, that's eight, right? How do you get eight, John? H, two, G's, two. Aren't they four and two? I don't know. I think H is two and G's two. No, H is four. G is two. Well, then I'm wrong, then. I'm, I'm perfectly willing to admit that I'm wrong. Two points to Mark. <laughs> wow. Go on, Mark. I'd like to point out at this point that I... Google Scrabble tile values, and I must have got an American set or something. You fucking cheating bastard! Well, I lost. I know that this is the case, John. Not that you googled it, but I know that there are different points values. Sucking shit this entire quiz because I'm playing it straight. Yeah, up. but you, but you weren't. Yeah, but look, 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 look. Me, I was close to winning. Fuck me! Well, I didn't win. I didn't win. English editions of Scrabble are um, two points for a G and. Um, four points for an H. So, yep, Stellars gets two points. Right then. Well, with that, it's, uh, I guess, it's time to reveal the final scores. So, with, uh, so Danny got two in that last round, which brings his total to three and a half. Nice. Yes! Yes. Beautiful work, mate. Beautiful work. I know. Um, John Hickman, what did Mr. Bounds get? <laughs> he, he's got 11. John Bounds, what did Mr. Hickman get? Um, he didn't get anything apart from winning the cocktail rounds. We got two points. Mm. Eight. Eight. Yeah, eight. No, seven, seven. Yeah, seven. It's a GCC pass, isn't it? Danny, what was, what's my, what's my final? Mark, slipping in in second place, I think, with ten and a half off. Wow. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes, mate. So, that then means, uh, John B, um, you are the winner. Congratulations. I'd like to thank you all. I'd like to thank you all, and I apologise for attempting to cheat. Yeah, you did cheat. You I think, really no, did. I didn't cheat. I didn't cheat. Yeah, you know what? You did. You you, you admitted to cheating. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to dock you half a point, which puts us in a tiebreak situation. <laughs> so, um, uh, John, you've got a tiebreaker question. Yeah. I would like you to do Douglas's published works in publication order. So you can start from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy novelization. I'm just looking at books, okay? So for, by books, I'm going to, I'm meaning Dirt Gentlies, I'm meaning Meaning of Lifts, I'm meaning the stuff about Don't Burn a Planet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Correct. The restaurant at the end of the universe. Correct. Life, the universe, and everything. Correct. Dirk Gently Solistic Detective Agency. Incorrect. Oh! Ho, ho, ho. The meaning of this. Correct. Mark. Well Oh, um... Yes? I'm going to say, so long and thanks for all the fish. That is correct. (laughs) I'm going to say at this stage, there are some short stories that I didn't know about that are coming up, and some computer games, which I didn't know about. And I'm going to skip over those. It's just... Actual novels. Books and novels. Books and novels. Novels and books. Books and novels. Novels and books. Okay. But there is a big big gap in the publishing record here. Okay. Yeah, isn't it? John Bounds. 
The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy radio scripts. I wasn't going to count those, but they are in this next gap, so I'm going to allow it. Pass it to Mark. Oh, fuck. Last chance to see. Incorrect. Oh! I think that was so long, so long thanks. Incorrect. Oh, shit. It was Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. <gasps> You're both back in play. Mark Stedman. Remember, I'm looking for a novel or a bookmark, okay? That, I, I, I know you're sort of... But that doesn't help me. Sure. I know you're trying to nudge me along, but I'm going to give you the wrong answer. Okay. Um, and I'm going to say mostly harmless. That's incorrect. John, the action's with you. Long dark tea time at the soul. That's correct. You are our winner. Well done, mate. Well done. Marvellous work. Christmas is the winner. Isn't it, though? isn't it the, the Christmas is the friends we all made along uh, along the way so um, thank you very much for listening um, we are, we're done for the year uh, we'll be back in the new year we, uh, we've we've still got an alphabet to polish off uh, so we will be back with you in uh, in a couple of weeks time um, John Bounds where can people find you on the internet oh just uh, pop along to uh, at Bounder on the Twitters and you'll find things Danny uh, I'm on Twitter at probably drunk, but if you go over to Paradise Circus, there's some things I'm writing at the moment you might like. Paradisecircus.com. John Hickman. Oh, I don't really. I'm not really on the internet much. Just go to um, bewareoftheleopard.com. BTLpodcast.com. BTLpodcast.com. <laughs> I'm there. Yep. Also, occasionally on threads when when uh, we uh, we put out an episode that we can air and runapod.com and, and runapod.com. You don't look like a runner. Um, mm-hmm. Lovely, lovely bit of business. Uh, you'll find me on uh, the internet at stedman.io. That's my website that has all the things. Um, thank you very, very much for listening. It's been lovely having you along for uh, another year. I, I, I've never done a podcast that's had two Christmas specials. This has been a real pleasure. Um, everybody wants to go to bed because we've been up for three days. Thank you very much for listening once again. And until the new year, share and enjoy. Share and enjoy. This podcast is produced by Podient. To find out more, visit podiantproductions.com. I thought we were all going to do that together then. We did. We're market, it's it. In the magic of editing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>